Hola, hola. Welcome to the Breakthrough Brand Show. I'm Fabi Paolini, and my mission on this podcast is to give you behind-the-scenes stories, anecdotes, and unique perspectives behind building a premium brand that makes a real impact. I believe that when you create a message that is aligned with your truth, you can have the breakthroughs that changes lives. Each week, me and my guests share with you how we're making an impact with our message and the stories behind our success. So that being said, let's dive into today's episode. Well, I am so excited today to welcome Ron Reich, who is a really amazing marketing strategist and consultant. I was at his mastermind event last year, and he is the real deal. He's worked with some of like the biggest oh. names that you've heard, Todd Herman, Selena Sue, Denise Duffield. Thomas, Ryan Leves, like a lot of these amazing people helping them build seven-figure, multiple seven-figure businesses. So I'm really excited to have him here because this is going to be really good. Welcome, Ron. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. Great to be here. Always great to connect with you. Yeah. So in your words, what do you do? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So my tagline, and I know you're good at teaching people how to to do this, is um, I would say that I help mission-driven entrepreneurs scale from six to seven figures while becoming their best selves. That's Mm -hmm. really what I'm all about doing. And really my kind of, the message to my madness is really a combination of optimizing people's there. Of course, there's that mindset part. Then there's the marketing strategy part that you mentioned. And -hmm. then there's the actual getting them to actually execute and actually make sure that they get done the things that they need to get done. So it's kind of about having all those three things being aligned and lined up. And that's what really allows anyone who's really doing lower six figures to really grow exponentially to seven figures and beyond. I love that. Well, what I actually don't know is how you got to doing what you do. I'm really curious. Can you tell me a little bit of the backstory? All right. Yeah, I'll (laughs) give you, um, let's see, you know, let's, let me give you the, I'll give you the, the, the three minute version of this. So, <laughs> okay, okay. There's a long, there's like a 10 minute version, the three minute version. So um, I like to say that I actually had my first motivational talk mm-hmm. when I was actually in the second grade. I came home from school one day and my mother told me that I was going to get held back from the second grade, that I was going to have to repeat the second grade. And this is actually really, really traumatic for me. Yeah. And really for like, kind of for almost my entire life, I felt like there was like something wrong with me. Like I wasn't good enough. I wasn't smart enough. And that really caused me to kind of overcompensate in a lot of ways. And so it's like the way you, you're told that you're smart is by, and what I thought of them was like, I was going to become like by going to law school, becoming a lawyer, being getting straight A's. So I ended up actually being a pretty good student. I ended up actually going to law school and then Long story short, I will not give you the 10 minute version. I'll give you the three minute version. Being a lawyer turned out not to be the right job for me. It just was not the right career for me. And it was kind of around that time. That's actually when I discovered internet marketing. This was actually back in 2006. Mm -hmm. So it was actually called information marketing at the time, like packaging up your information and selling it, not just online. We would actually advertise in magazines and things like that. But um that eventually evolved into internet marketing. And so as long story short, I ended up actually thinking, okay, that was cool. I don't want to be a lawyer. Let me do that. And so I ended up actually started my first project in that business way back in 2006. And my first actual um, business was actually a business that showed law students how to 
do good on the bar exam, how to pass the bar okay. exam, you know, write about what you know. As, exactly, as that's like, what I was going to say. Expert, mm-hmm. Right. Um, and then what ended up happening was I had a few other projects. I got into a variety of niches after that. I actually, I launched a business in the dog training space. Then I got, mm-hmm. a, and then before that, I actually had a business in the dating and relationship space. But I was always like behind the scenes selling my own products. Because I think there was still that kind of like unwillingness to step to be in front of the camera to because right. I kind of like felt like, like I wasn't worthy or whatnot. But eventually <laughs> I realized if I really wanted to make a bigger impact that I really did have to like share, um, you know, share what I learned uh, with the world, which is why back in 2017, that's when I actually started coaching entrepreneurs on how to grow an information business, how to grow coaching programs. And that is how I'm doing what I am now. So that's the, that's the three minute version. I think <laughs> Good. Amazing. So how did you get connected with all of these really amazing big brands that you've worked with? Like, I'm, I'm curious now, this is like my <laughs> personal, you know, curiosity, question, right? Um, so, <laughs> so yeah, so I'll actually tell you that story. So um, that's actually one part of the, the story that I didn't mention. So thanks for bringing that up. So <laughs> when I was um, in my marketer dude behind the scenes project, uh, project Era. One of the people I ended up working with was actually Ryan Levesque, mm-hmm. who is, um, if you're not familiar with Ryan, I know you're familiar with Ryan, for those who are listening to this, for you listening to this, if you're not familiar with Ryan Levesque, he wrote a book called the called Ask. He's known, he's known for helping people use uh, surveys and quizzes to essentially grow their businesses. He's written two best-selling books. He's a relatively big name in the, in the broader internet, internet marketing space. And he was actually started out, he was actually coaching me at the time. I hired him as my coach back in 2012. And then he coached me for about two to three years in, in my various businesses at the time. And then he started to really blow up. His book actually came out in early 2015. And this is when he really kind of got on the map and became mm-hmm. a, known, a known figure. And I actually, he needed somebody to help him actually coach his mastermind that he had at the time. And I started doing that. And then eventually he needed some help with his marketing. He had a launch that wasn't going so well. So he asked me if I could come in and help him out. And before I knew it, knew it I was actually his full-time marketing director. Oh, and wow. so I ended up doing that for about two years. And it was one of those things where at the time, fully transparently between us and those listening to this, um, <laughs> exactly. I ended up working with him as, as the marketing director because I, I kind of need the money. I had a couple of projects right now that were going on at that time, I should say, that were not doing so well. And so I ended up kind of having to quote unquote, in some ways kind of get a job. So it was right. really kind of one of those come to Jesus type moments where mm-hmm. you kind of don't feel so good about yourself, but like everything, it turns out that those difficult things, those that turned out to be great things that, that some of the best things that could happen to you. And so really as a result of that and kind of being in Ryan's world, that's what got me actually kind of got into the world of helping entrepreneurs grow their businesses. And two specific things that really helped me out is I actually was able to go to all of his mastermind events, um, mm-hmm. basically for like two, I think it would, it would have been 2000, um, what years would it, that would have been 2015, 2016. And two, yeah, for like three years, I went to all of his high level mastermind events. And these are like player type events. And I was actually well positioned 
as like his number one student, his marketing director, as like little marketing genius dude. So everybody thought that I was like the smart. Little did they know, right? No, I'm kidding. Um, and the other thing that I I also that also did, I was also I also was his essentially as part of the marketing director job. I was his affiliate manager. Okay. More or less. So I I was in the, that's why I connected with all of these bigger affiliates and things like that. So it is kind of like one of those things where it's just like kind of being in the right rooms and exactly working those and and, and I'm really awesome. So people like me so and working those types of connections exactly. and then, then kind of like, then it's kind of one thing led to another. Once I stopped my engagement with, with Ryan, then I ended up, you know, what do you do? It's like, Hey, I need to, I need to make money. So then it's like, I started, then it's like, how do you make money? Well, you got to like, you got to call people up. You got to ask for referrals. You got to work, you got to work your network. Mm -hmm. And so then it was like, like I, I started doing that right after I stopped working with, this was early 2017. And like, I, I called Selena, you know, Selena Sue, she ended up becoming one of my clients. Then like Nisteco Thomas, that kind of snowballed. Then that snow, then I became kind of known as the guy who was good at like launches and things like that. And then Todd Herman brought me on. And then, it, then, then, and before I know it, I'm right. like the guy who's coached all of these, all these big players. Right. It, you know, I find it so interesting and, and, and like the power of building relationships with people and at your mastermind event in Miami. Um, that's one of the things that, that you guys talked about. so much. <laughs> For sure. And it's, it, and it really is. I mean, you, how could you ever known, what that relationship with Ryan could oh, lead for to sure. eventually, right? Yeah, that's one of those things where you kind of it's buddy now. It's like you kind of don't know what you got till till, till it's gone. No, not that I don't mean that a hundred percent, right? But like, like when I was in, um, like when I back when I was, um, when I was when I was working with Ryan and when, when I went to those mastermind events, there was like a couple. That was actually the first time, the first time I actually did a presentation in front of entrepreneurs was like in front of that group. And that was like pretty cool. I was really nervous at the time, but people, it was really well received. And then I did a couple other presentations in front of his, uh, in front of that group. And this was like, I mean, this was like, Ryan really attracts a good crowd. This was like a player's players uh, audience. Like this Mm -hmm. was like, each event had like 30 to 40, um, you know, the majority of people were doing like seven, multiple seven figures, like really a, a lot of big, a lot of big mm-hmm. names in this space, big, big, big names that, um, you know, that, that you and those listening to this, um, uh, would know. And so it's one of those things where it's like, I mean, these days I would like, I would not kill, but like these days, hey, like I would, that. I would like do anything to be able to like, <laughs> right. you know, just not just be in those rooms, but to be in like an authority position, like in the, in those rooms. And again, like I was saying, it turned out to be good because you, it was a good energy, but like, and it's one of those things where it's like knowing what I knew, knowing what I know now, because I was not really intentional about, you know, getting clients or building my business. Cause I didn't have a business to build at the time. That's one of those things where it's like, man, knowing what I don't know. I was like, I just download my current brain into my into the 2015 version of myself and like you know I kind of you know I kind of even um <laughs> you know leverage that that situation even more so um right. I so love it. yeah but uh but um yeah go ahead yeah so okay so tell me about your three stages to building a seven-figure business because I heard you talk about this and I think that it's so interesting I feel like my audience would really love to okay cool into it uh, yeah, for sure. So, yeah, so the three stages 
Um, so I've, again, I've worked with a lot of, this is really my, my sweet spot is really helping right. people who, who exactly people who are do who have already got some momentum we're doing typically at least a hundred thousand, but typically a little bit more, maybe they're doing like between a hundred to two to $300,000 a year or more, obviously is mm-hmm. that's easier because they have more, more to work with, but helping them go, excuse me, to, um, from six to seven figures. And what I found from building my own businesses, from working with, by now, I don't know, hundreds of hundreds of clients, helping them, helping them scale their businesses, and then also just working with some bigger companies like Ryan and Todd Herman and, and people like that. What I've really found that there's really kind of, it's a pretty simple path. It's a pretty st- straightforward recipe. And most people get it wrong because they don't stay focused. They just don't follow the recipe. They're looking for like the magical secrets that, mm-hmm. that's going to get them to uh, seven figures by clicking a, but, clicking a button. But there's really essentially three steps, three stages, I should say. The first stage is what I call the jumpstart stage. The right. second stage is what I call the acceleration stage. Then the third stage is what I call the overdrive stage. So I'll just explain, I'll just explain each of them and then we'll, we'll see where it lands. So the first stage the jumpstart stage, this is really when we go from, let's say, 100000 a year to typically about five hundred, anywhere from four dollars to $500,000 a year. It's kind of we're going from like 10000 a month to anywhere from like 30, 50. 40, maybe 50K a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of in, in that range. And this really, it's essentially all about leveraging your existing assets and becoming your best salesperson, becoming a master of selling mm-hmm. your be- your best offer. That's really what it's all about. It's in the sense that if you've if you've already done one hundred fifty thousand dollars a year, that let's say you by definition, this is a one hundred percent fact. You already have everything you need in place to be doing you know thirty, forty, fifty k a month. You don't need a bigger audience. You don't need more followers on Instagram. You don't need to like have an automated webinar, magical funnel that's going to print money or anything like that. <laughs> you really just need to essentially, this is really boring. One of my mentors says, making money is boring. Making a lot of money is really boring. What you really need to do is you really need, to, you need to focus and do more of what's working and really improve the marketing of your existing offer. Now, I'm not saying don't I'm not saying don't build your audience. Building growing your audience is awesome. Obviously. You want to continue right. growing your audience because it's just exactly. an idea if you keep grinding at your same, your same, um, your same warm market, let's say. But at the same time, a lot of people think that, and I know we work with a relatively similar um uh, client. Um mm-hmm. A lot of people think that, oh, I'm doing $10,000 a month. I'm doing $15,000 a month. So in order for me to get to $15,000 a month or in order to get to $50,000, the only way I'll get there is by tripling the the size of my audience, by quadrupling the size of my my audience, Mm -hmm. which for many reasons, that's just not, that is just not, that's just not not a good strategy. So essentially um, that's kind of what that process is. It's really about leveraging your existing assets and becoming your own best salesperson. What I like to, uh, an exercise I like to give uh, my Mm -hmm. clients, which I'll share here is that imagine there was, um, I think you'll appreciate this. Imagine there was somebody who was a clone of you and they sold like whatever your, your high end offer is your um, let's say it's a $10,000 offer. And that person was a clone of you. And that person was, was a commissioned salesperson. 
the only thing that that person's their 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 that, that person's only responsibility was selling as many of those $10,000 offers as possible. They don't have to like do any admin stuff. They don't have to like create systems. They All they got to do is just sell that that $10,000 offer. So if you were that person, what, what would you, you do? do? Oh, what would you do? such a good question to ask. Pretty good, right? I so love it's it. like, yeah, then it's like punchline. It actually is you. That's you're what doing you need less to than $50,000 about. So th- that's your action <laughs> right. items. There you go. Uh, so that's kind of, so that's essentially a, a very quick version. Uh, obviously there's more nuances to it, but that's a, a quick version of what that stage is. Then the overdrive, I'm sorry, then the jump starts. Oh, so that is a jump start. Ah, right. I'm going so fast. People tell me I need, I need to slow down. I get so excited. <laughs> uh, me too. Me too. And, that's because go. you're married to a Latin person. I'm Latin. There, there you go. Off. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> totally. The, the, the fire. It's, it's real. Exactly. Then the next stage is the acceleration stage. Right. So the acceleration stage, really what this means is we already have something that's working. So if we're doing, let's say, thirty to $50,000 a month, we have things of which we have an offer that works. We have an audience that likes us we know who our target market is so we we essentially accelerate that we're just putting more uh, what is it more fire gasoline all right yeah, fuel or to the whatever. fire yeah exactly. yeah that's it. fuel to the um, fire <laughs> not fire and, to the fuel. yeah yeah, yeah. Fuel, <laughs> more fuel to the fire and there's a few different ways to do this they are you're not going to do all of them at the same time but right it's about finding which of them are the make the most sense to you. But if, for example, you can accelerate with paid advertising. Mm-hmm. You can accelerate by doing more partnership type things, like doing a big affiliate launch or really, really doubling down on partners. You can accelerate by doing more live events, for mm-hmm. example, or doing a big live event, which is a great, uh, which can be a great business, business building aspect. Right. You can accelerate even by just going all in on like speaking and just and spending a year a year on the road and and and, and speaking you know, two to three times a month live and in person um those are just a few examples there's a, there's a there's a few more but the point i'm getting at here is that those are ways that we can that's kind of how you do kind of bring in those new audience members and really really ex- expand things and mm-hmm. the key here this is one thing i like to talk about which is mm-hmm. the it's essentially the acceleration principle, which is this, which is that in order to get from, um, Jump in, order from in, in, yeah, in, order, uh, in order to get to that next stage, mm-hmm. really from, uh, to really go from lower six figures to upper, upper six figures than a million dollars, it's a kind of irrational thing. You do need a, an irrational level of ambition to, in order to do this. So that's why when, when we're talking about accelerating, by definition, you are going to be having to do things that are just maybe very, very much outside your comfort, your existing comfort zone. Mm-hmm. You're literally going to have to stretch yourself. Like, for example, all the things I mentioned are all things that do that. One thing that I didn't mention, sometimes hiring team can kind of fall into that category. That's kind of more in the, in the, in the third stage. It's yeah, more about sure. the other the other ones that I mentioned, but like doing a big affiliate launch where you have like 30 partners like promoting at the same time, that's going to really, most people just don't have the the courage to, to do that. There's a lot of vulnerability, even just like, like once you get there, you can be very vulnerable and people are launching. Like what if it doesn't work? Maybe people are going to laugh at you at the same time, just getting 
why don't have 30 affiliate partners? In order to do that, you're going to have to probably talk to more than 30 people. You're probably going to get rejected and things like right. that. Same thing with advertising. Most people, um, and I understand, I, I understand this, what, what it really takes to really make paid advertising work, especially in this day and age, as you know, it's just harder yeah, and harder with the ads are working, things like that. <laughs> you're going to, it's like, a, it's a serious investment. It's just like, you're going to have to be spending time. You're going to have to be spending money. I know many people who've been really, really successful, who they ended up essentially, you know, they had something that's working and they really want to discuss. They, they would like, you know, they would like float credit cards and really do things to like, to fund, to fund their growth, which is, these are things that are irrational. Many, many people would, <laughs> would find to be not just ir, irrational, but irresponsible. Like a lot of like, like entrepreneur types might not, but like, you know, these are kind of like ir, right. ir, irresponsible type things. So, um, so this is kind of what I'm getting at. So like you have, that's a, that is a really, really a, bit, a big part of it is that you really have to be willing to mm-hmm. really stretch yourself. And the thing is, is that it's just, the truth of the matter is, is that Okay, it's what are the what are the the three reasons why people don't hit seven figures? Mm-hmm. There's I would say three reasons. They are one of them is they um, they just don't stay focused. Really, the, what I what I talked about right. in, the, in yeah. the first place. They just don't focus on the things that work. They chase mm-hmm. shiny objects, all that stuff. They're not good with their time. Really basic kindergarten stuff that if people just did it, they would be a lot better off. Exactly. The, the second reason is because it's because on some level, they just don't want it because they're not really willing to stretch themselves. They're not really willing to do, do what, it, what takes. it takes. Exactly. It takes to get there. That's like, there's like so many people like that. <laughs> I, I get fired up about this. Is I know so many people where it's like, um, you know, they might come to me on a, on a consult or, or whatnot, and they're stuck at like, you know, you know, $250,000 a year. And they're like, I want to get to six figure. I want to get seven figures. How do I get there? And I was like, well, okay, well, you're, um, how long have you been doing $250,000 a year for? I'm, I've been stuck here for three years. Then I'd like, I'll talk to them all kind of business. I'll say, okay, so based on where you're at, here's what you need to do to get to seven figures, this, 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 and this, and I'll give them the exact roadmap. And so some people they just they're just like, well you know right can I do it excuses. can I do it I don't want to do that they don't focus can, back to your yeah, first exactly cool can I do that this way I don't want to do that's not like aligned with me that's not like <laughs> gonna work for me I just want like I don't want to like do I'm getting super fired up as I don't want to <laughs> do sales calls I can't do sales calls I don't want I'm sick of selling I'm sick of marketing I just want like I just passive want passive income, income. <laughs> exactly. and I don't do anything. Yeah, exactly. I just want passive income so I don't have to work so hard. It's like, dude, the work is just beginning if you're doing $250,000 a year. Exactly. You know, so anyway, so, and this is the thing. It's like, so what you're telling me, and I would not tell them this. Unless, uh, <laughs> I really would. I would not tell this to this. In a nice a, way. Unless nice it was a friend, way. it would be like, well, you're just telling me, you don't, you don't really want to make seven figures. You're, right. you're very you know, if you really wanted to it, like you, you had, you had the recipe. Exactly. And the third reason, which actually comes more in the, in the earlier, st- into the later stages that we're going to talk about in a second is they just don't ask for help soon enough. That's another reason why people stay stuck. Hmm. 
And asking for help, obviously that includes sometimes hiring amazing coaches like ourselves right. to help the, them grow their businesses. Exactly. But then it just in, includes hiring team and people to people to support them and help to help them so they're not doing everything by themselves. Well, then they can focus on the thing that we talked about yeah. in the first stage. Right? Yeah, which is yeah, oh, which nice. is which is our sales and marketing related activities exactly. And that's the thing there. The thing is, and I just a little bit of a pet peeve of mine. So there's a really brilliant dude. Um, Taylor, Taylor Welsh um, used to work mm. for his yeah, company, I, I Traffic know. and Funnels. One of the things I learned, yeah, I know, I'm, I know he's a mutual acquaintance of ours. Is uh, he he said one time, which I thought was quite brilliant, that you want to have one full time employee for every four hundred thousand dollars in in revenue of your business, and that can be split up between like two people that are working twenty hours a week or whatnot. So the idea there is that for, if you're doing four hundred thousand dollars a year, you should have like one full-time employee, which might be like an assistant and maybe some, a web person to help you out with some things. If you're doing $800,000 a year, that's a two full-time employees, which might include maybe a project manager, your assistant, maybe somebody else that's writing some copy for you and stuff like that. Or something like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But there's like all these people that they want to like, they're doing like you know, four hundred thousand dollars a year. They have teams like eight people, and they're right. like, dude, like, stop this! No, you're not there it gets yet. Low, exactly, they, exactly. And then they're complaining about their their cash flow and things like that. So, um, the third stage is that's the that's the uh, I'm going to get it right this time. That is the overdrive stage. That's right. where we, we actually truly scale from, like, really scale from like seven to multiple seven figures and beyond. And that really is all about. That really is about the whole team and systems and really building a proper business. That's when you would kind of, that's when you're going to probably bring in a sales team and maybe a sales manager and things right. like that. And you might even bring in a full-time copywriter. And that's when you're kind of doing all the belt, the, really the th- stuff we were just making fun of. The time to do that is when you're doing at least 150 to $150,000 a month. Exactly. And to be honest, I know it's enough to be dangerous about that topic of going from like, you know, you know, seven to eight figures, but that's not my area of, of expertise. So I'll, I'll, once you get to that stage, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll pass you on to some of my friends <laughs> exactly, more exactly. To, to help you out at that. Yeah. That's amazing. I think that I, I, I love these three stages because it really gives you as a listener kind of clarity around where you're at and what you need to be focusing on. And I feel like at the end of the day, in the three of them, and you said in the beginning, it really is simple and it comes mm-hmm. down to the simple things. And the reason why we don't do it is because we get distracted by, <laughs> oh, TikTok is a thing now. Or they, totally. it's not that, you know, obviously you're not saying that you shouldn't do these things, but the basics need to be there too. Like you need to do the foundational work that feels like, well, but. No, that is the work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And let me, uh, I'll give you an illustration of this. Let me, um, so here's, this is the thing for those of you who need help staying focused, I'm going to give you a visual illustration of why this, of, of, of why you should not be distracted. I love okay, that. So here's the thing. This is what happens to many people thinking, of, thinking about t- TikTok and artificial intelligence and things like that. Okay, so here's what happens. So typically if you're doing, Anything you might, even if you're not doing hundred thousand dollars, you probably have something that's working. But let's say that you're doing, you did two hundred thousand dollars last year. So you're doing fifteen thousand dollars a month. Here's the thing: you have thing that works. So if you're doing things that thing that works, 
you're probably going to, you're just going to get, you're eventually going to get results. You're eventually going to grow that thing. Right. Using the things that you teach, that I teach, really simple things by improving your marketing, becoming better at sales, becoming more efficient, all these things. It's really basic. Like the basic thing, you're going to keep plugging along and you're eventually, if you just keep plugging along, you're going to get to 15, 20, 30, 40, $50,000 a month. And here's the thing. Whenever you add a new thing, a new variable like TikTok or artificial intelligence or try to build a magical evergreen funnel because you don't want to do sales calls anymore or whatnot or whatever it is, when you want to hire us, whatever it is, whatever your distraction is. The thing that most people don't remember, people don't realize is that when you, you have thing that's working, when you add new thing in, people do not realize that once you add new thing in, this thing is not is probably going to stop or it's not going to or it's not going to keep moving. So you think that I add new thing and this is just going to keep humming along. But what happens is, is that this new thing gets added. So the thing that's working stops. And then we add another thing in, and then we just get even more behind. This is why right. people literally keep stay stuck for years and they, they can never get out of it. When all they need to do is Double Stop doing that thing that's and just working. do thing that works. And then again, once you're at, dude, once you have, once you have 50, once you're making 50, $60,000 a month and you have good cash flow, then you maybe have some buffer room to experiment with, uh, exactly with, with TikTok and whatnot. So, right. Cause your energy is going to be limited. So I'll give you a little example of this. Um, my business is in English, but I have my business theoretically translated into Spanish. So it is translated. Mm -hmm. I have my website translated into Spanish and I have my programs in Spanish, Mm -hmm. but I don't market in Spanish because what I realize is that it just is too, it's two businesses. Even if I'm Mm -hmm. doing the same Mm -hmm. thing, Mm -hmm. it's two businesses, two marketing strategies, two of everything. And anytime that I've added things in Spanish um, or actively taken action to do more things in Spanish, they work. But then my English business, (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh, like it's not that it slows down necessarily, but my attention is divided. And I know that this is a silly example, but my all my theory is, you know, when I'm at a point where I'm consistently making seven figures in my business, well, then I can hire out a whole team to help Mm -hmm. me execute the Spanish stuff. And Mm -hmm. that will be that. So that's for sure. That's the um, that's the way that's the way to do it. It's funny you mentioned that. One of my best friends, probably my best friend, actually, my friend, Tony, he has a business it's in the relationship market. And he actually, his wife is another, not another, another, like my wife is Colombian. I know you're in Um, another Latina. And so he actually um, launched, did the, what you're talking. He mm-hmm. wanted to duplicate his business in, um, in Spanish because of like the opportunity and he ended up like he did it, but it was the same thing. It was like, it didn't like. The juice wasn't worth the squeeze. All it did was distract him. And then he stopped doing that because it's the, too much. Anytime I'm, and I have clients come to me all the time who are um, bilingual that are like, I want to launch my business in two languages. And I'm like, I am, I will happily, tra- happily translate your website into Spanish, but I don't recommend you do marketing in two languages because you're going to go crazy. <laughs> it's two businesses. Like, no, for sure. 100%. Yeah, okay. So, like- Last question that I want to ask you, um, and it's going to kind of change a little bit of the tone, but I know that you're really big 
in, and we didn't kind of get into it that much today, maybe next time, but I know that you're very much into mindset work. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of curious around what role personal development has played in your entrepreneurial journey. And how do you prioritize that in your own life and your own business? Oh, okay. Um, I'm curious, why are you asking this? I'm just, what, what is the, I'm just curious. What, what? So the reason why I ask it is that I, for me, you know, mindset is massive. So this is something that I ask on every episode, because for me personally, personal development and mindset work has really meant the difference between success and Mm -hmm. stagnation, let's call Mm -hmm. it like that. Mm -hmm. So I'm always kind of curious to hear other people's perspective on it and how they incorporate it into their own businesses too. Okay, great. Yeah, great question. So yeah, I am really into mindset. I'm a total personal development junkie. So I'm into all the things for sure. And yeah, one of the things that I teach, one of the pillars of building a seven-figure business is really having that seven-figure mindset. So what I would say is that mindset is really, really critical because it is it is actually true that it is essentially the, the highest leverage thing you can do is actually improve your mindset and expand mm-hmm. your mindset. Assuming, of course, that said mindset upgrades are followed by actual tangible actions and right. different things happening in the world in the real in the real world. But it is actually true that really everything that we talked about mm-hmm. today is actually a really great example. So the person who is making the person who's doing the things that I talked about today, that we talked about today, right. Each of the stages, to, right. mm-hmm. that goes through the stages, does the work and hits seven figures. A lot, in a lot of cases, not all, but in a lot of cases, that person is not necessarily working harder. Mm-hmm. That person's definitely, that, that person's not necessarily working harder than the person who's doing six figures or who's, who's doing, who's doing $200,000 a month. The seven figure person is definitely not working five times harder than the person doing $200,000 a year. So of course, the difference, of course, is how they're doing what they're doing for sure. But a big part of that is, is the mindset because their mindset allows them to take those actions. It allows them to, to to step outside their comfort zone. Mm -hmm. It allows them to see themselves as a seven figure player. All these things are true. Things about the self-image. Like if you only see yourself as a six-figure player, you're only going to be a six-figure player. All those things about like financial, um, financial self-image and like your money thermostat. If you're only comfortable making $25,000 a month, right. and as soon as you make $50,000 a month, you find a way to make $35,000. I mean, that this is a mindset exercise. Yeah, and there's ways, there's ways to uh there are ways to resolve it for sure. And if Again, I have processes for this. I'm sure I know you help your clients with this as well. You can, um, there are other mindset experts that can help you that. It is true that some people that all they need is just a way for, to, to unlock them. It's like, hey, you, you've been making $35,000 a month. Let's fix a couple of things when it comes to your, your financial side image. And all of a sudden they're off to the races and they're, and they're, and they're hitting $100,000 a month. And there's not very many type things that are, um, they're not, they're, they're, there's not really a faster way to do that. Right. Now, the caveat here is that person who's making $35,000 a month who's stuck there, that person 
has assets. Like that problem, that person should have been making $100,000 a month. Exactly. Based on just their experience, how, you know, what assets they have in their business and, and things like that. I'm not saying that if you're, if you're a beginner, if you're broke and you've never sold anything in your life, that there's some magical mindset work that's going, exactly. that's going to, that's exactly. going to make you a millionaire overnight. That's not exactly. true. That's not how it works. Exactly. I love that. Well, thank you so much, Ron. Where can people find you, reach out to you, hear more about you? <laughs> uh, yeah. So the best place to find me and reach out to me is actually just, just uh, find me on Facebook. Um, yeah, just, I do a lot of things on my personal, um, Facebook page for Facebook profiles. Hopefully you can put a link in the show notes or whatnot. And if you are listening to this and you, um, if you're listening to this, if you send me a, a DM, I actually will send you a very special two hour workshop on how to hit consistent 100 K months. It's really awesome. It goes through like my million dollar marketing machine. And yeah, so if you just, uh, find me on Facebook, send me that message. I'll get, get you a free, free access to that. Awesome. Thank you so much, Ron. This was so amazing. So powerful, like always. And I look forward to seeing you soon again here. That's right. We'll see you soon. Good stuff. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Gracias for listening to today's episode of the Breakthrough Brand Show. To listen to more episodes or to be featured as a guest, go to fabipaulini.com slash podcast for more details. Can I ask you for something? If you got value out of this episode, would you share it on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or just post it online. If you know somebody that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let me know about the show and include the hashtag Breakthrough Brand Show. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We're regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure that you don't miss any episode, go ahead and subscribe right now. Your thumbs up, rating, amor, love, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean so much to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, fabipaulini.com, or follow me everywhere as Fabi Paulini. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next time. Con amor, Fabi.